How do you work through limiting beliefs? What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and in today's episode, I want to talk through that question. So yesterday, we talked through the importance of identifying your limiting beliefs in life and how there's uh, a lot of similarities with endurance events. So as a reminder, what are limiting beliefs? Those limiting beliefs are those things that you believe about yourself that ultimately place limitations on your abilities. They're those subconscious thoughts creeping in and telling you something that's ultimately not true. And in yesterday's episode, I read through a list of several examples of limiting beliefs that a lot of people have. Things like, I'm not good enough. I'm always overlooked. I'll be happy when blank. I'm at my best when I'm doing things. If I don't do it, it won't get done. I'm not lovable. People are annoying. This is a waste of time. I'm a fraud. People never listen to me. Things like that. And then, as I mentioned, I, I drew a parallel to how I hear people's endurance or triathlon limiting beliefs all the time. Things like, I'm not a swimmer. I'm not a runner. I am not a good cyclist. I don't have the time to train for a race. My body can't tolerate that. I've tried this in the past and failed. I'm not tall enough. I'm not skinny enough. I could never run a 5K. I could never run a marathon. I could never complete an Ironman. So in yesterday's episode, I gave you that challenge. And that challenge was to just pay attention to those limiting beliefs that you have and be aware of them. But, you know, that's just kind of the first step is just being aware of your thoughts and being aware of when you have a conscious thought or when you say something out loud that is a limiting belief. But once you identify that thought, how do you work through it? So that's what I want to talk through today. And as I mentioned, I've been learning uh, a lot of this uh, this framework and this method from the Mind Your Thoughts program, which is being put on at our company. And it's led by Pam Mums, who is the CEO of Harmonic Performance. She is a mindset and an executive coach. Um, and she's been working through this framework with us. And what she has talked about is once you identify this thought, there's a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to work through and reframe that limiting belief. And there's different phrasings of these four questions. Um, Some of the four questions come from uh, Byron Katie, who's a a famous author, and her practice is called The Work. And Pam has a slight adjustment to those questions, Um, but the, the ones that I'll be talking through are the ones from Byron Katie. So the four questions that you should ask yourself once you identify that there's a thought or a limiting belief, is one, is this true? Two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Three, how do you react and what happens when you believe that thought? And then the fourth question is, who would you be without that thought? So the four questions, is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And who would you be without that thought? So let's explore those in a little bit more detail. That first question, is it true? The answer to this question and to the next question is just one syllable. It's either yes or no. 
And what you really want to do is really think about that answer as you're reflecting on, you know, that thought. And if your answer shows up as a yes, then you want to move to the next question. But if after thinking about it and you, the answer is no, then you want to move to question three. So for the sake of this exercise, we're going to pretend that the, the first question that we ask is, is it true? And you say yes. Then we would move to question two. And question two is, can you absolutely know that it's true? So since we answered yes to yes, this is true, then you want to ask yourself, can I absolutely know that it's true? Is it 100% true? And really look at it again and really focus on that moment in time and see what it reveals to you. You really want to think deeper about that statement. Is it true? Or then it's, is it 100% true? Can I absolutely know that it's true? The third question then is, how do you react and what happens when you believe that thought? And this is where you really want to, again, reflect. You can close your eyes and think about the feelings, the sensations, and the behaviors that arise when you believe that thing that you're saying. And there's a couple of other questions that you can ask at this point that can really help you analyze uh, the statement. So a couple of other questions could be, what images do you see in the past or in the future? And what emotions arise when you witness those images? How did you treat yourself in that situation? How did you treat the other person? And are there any obsessions or addictions that begin to appear when you believe that thought? Then finally, with the fourth question, who would you be without that thought? So kind of closing your eyes and returning to that situation, take that moment to reflect, observe, and experience that situation again, but this time without the same thought that you had at the very beginning. So how could you experience that situation without that negative lim- limiting belief thought? And, and to just remove all of your judgment from this situation and just notice how that feels and, and what is revealed. Uh, so that's just a little bit more detail about those four questions, but now let's apply it to an actual statement. So uh, the statement or the limiting belief that a lot of people have is I'm not good enough. First question we would ask is, is it true? Is it true that I'm not good enough? Now let's pretend that after thinking about it, I say, yeah, I'm not good enough because of this reason and because of that reason and you know all of these other things. Then since I said yes, let's move to question, tr- uh, question two. And this is where we're going to ask ourselves, can I absolutely know that it's true? Is this 100% true all the time? Is this true that I'm not good enough? And that's when you really look at it and you can say, well, not really. There are times when I'm good enough. And there are times when I uh, maybe do a good job, if that's at work or if that's in, um, in fitness or training, um, or if that's when I'm hanging out with my best friend or my family. And another thing to think about is, would other people say that this statement is 100% true if they're talking about me? And I think when you reframe it that way, I think the answer is clearly no, this is not true. I think if you think about maybe somebody like your parents or a sibling or your wife, would they really say, I'm not good enough is 100% true? I think absolutely not. 
Um, so that is just kind of another way to look at it. Then that third question, how do you react or what happens when you believe that thought? When you believe that I'm not good enough, I think you would start looking for all of the examples of times where you don't do a good job and you come at things from a place of fear and negativity uh, for me, whenever I get into this kind of negative like headspace and negative mindset of I'm not good enough, it's just you're basically going throughout your day and living your day and looking for confirmation that that is true. Maybe it's the way that you handle a conversation. If you go into it with I'm not good enough, you may be defensive or aggressive or fearful. Um, it could be the same case if you're at, at work and you're working on a project Uh, it's not going to set you up for success. So if we move to the next, the last question, which is who would you be without that thought? Who would I be without the thought of I'm not good enough? I think at that point, I would just be free to be myself and just show up and handle the situations that come to me with the best possible mindset, with just accepting things as is, and adjusting along the way. So that's just an example of how you can work through that framework uh, with those four questions um, with, with that statement of I'm not good enough. And I think it's also true, like I've said, with these endurance or triathlon um, limiting beliefs. So I want to talk through that one now. So what does that look like? So let's pretend that you have a statement of I'm not a runner. Let's pretend that I say, hey, would you ever do a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a full marathon, or an Ironman? And you say, oh, I would, but I'm not a runner. So first question is, is that true? Well, you, it could be true. I'm not a runner. I don't run consistently right now. Okay, that's, that's true, yes. So then if you ask yourself, can I completely know that it's true? Is it 100% true? Well, what if somebody stole something from you? What if you were being chased? Would you run in that situation? I think clearly you would. You would, you would be running. And by the act of running and chasing something, I think that means that you are a runner. And I also think, think back to the times when you were a kid. You're five, you're six, you're playing outside in the neighborhood, you're hanging out with some of your friends and you're playing tag, and you would just run around and chase each other for hours at a time. You know, if I were to ask you, were, were you a runner or are you a runner at that point in time? I think you would say yes. So this statement isn't 100% true all of the time because there are these different scenarios or situations where you do run. It could be the case that you don't run consistently right now, but that doesn't mean that that's 100% true. And that, that doesn't mean that that can change. So the, the, that third question, how do you react or what happens when you believe that thought? When you believe the thought of I'm not a runner, what, what happens to you? And what, what happens when you believe that? Well, I think in a scenario where you're presented with a situation like a race or a competition where you could run, I think you would likely shy away from signing up from that. You might be fearful and you might decide to not go for it because of that thought. And 
maybe it's something that you want to do or you've thought about doing, but that fear and that statement and that limiting belief of I'm not a runner prevents you from signing up. It prevents you from taking that first step. It prevents you from going out for that first run that you've been maybe thinking about. So then that last question of who would you be without that thought? Who would you be without the thought of I'm not a runner? I think you would just be, again, you would just be free to explore. I think you would be free to actually try something new. Or I think you would be free to just show up and go for it. And I think when, you, when you're in that position of just being free to go for whatever it is that you want to in the given moment, that's where amazing things happen. And so that's just an example of four questions that you can ask yourself to work through any limiting belief that you have in your daily life or any sort of limiting belief that you have that prevents you from signing up for a triathlon or an Ironman or a marathon. And that's what I have for you guys today. I hope that that was helpful. And now that you know these four questions, um, I want you to think about and start to be aware of those thoughts that pop up. And when they do, write these questions down and work through them uh, yourself and just try it out and see how that goes for you. So again, the four questions, is it true? Can I completely know that this is true? How do you react or what happens when you believe that thought? And who would you be without that thought? Again, that's what I have for you today. I hope that that helps, and I hope you all have an amazing day.